We all know that there is a heightened sense of awareness for cleaning and hygiene prompted by the pandemic. But some may fear that with the passing of the effects of the pandemic, we may lose the momentum that we now value. Cleaning for health and safety must stay top of mind forever. Keeping buildings in an acceptable hygienic state is a goal that we must embrace. One way to do that is to analyze what leading successful organizations and facilities have done and see what we can learn from them. To do that, I welcome our slate of experts from Queens University. Well, folks, thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to meet you and to talk about your accomplishments. Everyone wants to know who is on the program, so let's do some introductions. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, my name is Samuel White, um, the director here for operations and maintenance, Queen's University and Central Facilities. Um, I look after both the trades, custodial um, briefcases, if you want, and more on a strategic front uh, on behalf of uh, the university. Thank you. And how about you, Matt? Thanks, Jeff. Uh, my name is Matt Savoy. I'm the Director of Facilities and Infrastructure for Housing and Ancillary Services at Queen's University. Um, and we look after uh, the custodial operation for all 18 residence buildings, uh, as well as the capital planning, uh, prioritization and execution of uh, those types of projects. Very nice. And Barb, and maybe include a little bit about Queen's University. Where is it? Hi, thanks, Jeff. Uh, my name is Barb Woke, and I am the assistant director for our custodial and grounds program in central facilities. Queen's University is beautifully located in Kingston, Ontario, uh, Limestone City, and it's a beautiful institution. Sounds like a vacation spot to consider or go to school. <laughs> All right. So we're here today to talk about your accomplishments and what you've done, you know, with cleaning, disinfecting, keeping everyone safe and healthy. And I believe, Matt, you're going to start us off. Why don't you tell us about Queen's University? What makes you proud and what you've accomplished? Thanks, Jeff. That's a, a great question. And, um, you know, we do a lot of great things here, particularly in the residence area that I look after. We, um, started this journey about a, a year and a half ago when we decided, you know, Sims Green Building Certification is where we wanted to head. So we uh, collectively got a group together of our key stakeholders, uh, built a timeline and really revisited every single aspect of the certification right through one through six of the items required uh, to gain certification and really gave us the opportunity to focus in on some of the current practices and processes that were currently using and uh, how do we improve those and maybe fill the gaps necessary uh, to achieve that. So uh, one of the things I think I'm the most proud of through this certification is identifying um, adequate training requirements uh, to keep the group innovative and engaged with respect to continuous improvement, as well as, uh, you know, becoming innovative in the uh, in the cleaning environment. So I think having that not only for a custodial group, but our management team as well has been, been uh, something that I'm most proud of throughout this process. Great information, thank you. So Barb, let's go to you. I know you've been instrumental in implementing SIMS GB certification. Can you walk through 
this a little bit from your perspective and what this means for you and the university. Sure thing. Um, so I've had the privilege actually of working with Matt and his team um, for the past 20 years. It wasn't just till the last 10 months that uh, I had the pleasure to transitioning to the central facility side of the operation. So during this time, um, I've got to see both fold, um, you know, the initial setup of the SIM certification at the beginning of Matt's journey, and then subsequently the recertification in my current role under Sam's mentorship. So when reflecting on this certification and what it means, um, not just for our department, but for Queen's University as a whole, I truly believe that it highlights our unwavering commitment for continuous improvement. I think this commitment extends to providing, you know, the high quality standards that in lines with the industry benchmarks and just Queen's University mission as a whole. Um, you know, there seems to be a growing interest from our, our client staff, faculty, students, and, and their families included in understanding our university's cleaning practices. So by incorporating our SIM certification on our website, in my opinion, significantly has been boosting our confidence in our operations. And again, just demonstrating our dedication to the alignment of the industry standards. I like that. You know, we think about the act of cleaning and disinfecting and just doing what we do. That's not enough. People need to know what we're doing. Yeah. I like what you're doing with making sure those that you serve know what you're doing for them. So peace of mind is important. And last but not least, Sam, I know you've been part of this. Why don't you share with us your thoughts and what you're proud of as well? Uh, the Sims, Sims GB and my experience with, with Sims um, stems all the way back to the city of Calgary um, when I used to work with the University of Calgary. Um, in transitioning over here to Queen's University, uh, one of my priority um, missions or vision was to adopt the framework here at Queen's um, to provide a thorough understanding of the campus community service requirements and to manage programs related to safety, quality, and to service delivery as a whole under the framework. Um, critical um, to our success is to provide that clean um, environment suitable for learning and also provide um, staff that come to teach um, visitors with an experience of clean um, at a higher level. Um, we understand also that by providing standardized use of processes and chemistry, uh, low VOCs, that it also benefits our cleaning crew and the effectiveness of the, of the overarching program. Um, notwithstanding, obviously, there's extra benefits that comes from lead points for um, campus sustainability and things like that. Uh, Queens has been very successful and has achieved success because of um, great support from our senior leadership team here at Queens, investing great sums of money and providing commitment to the program um, overall. And we've also had some great collaborators in industry, such as Banzo, Avmo, which is now part of Diversity and the like. And they've been with us through this journey of transformation um, here at Queens. And it's a commitment from them 
that is not just to central facilities, but also to the residence part of the briefcase. So it makes absolute sense that um, the residence portion comes along and you know provide this um, harmonic unity of a simple framework governing the entire university. My pride is that we have a single um, framework from which both residences and central facilities um, operate from. And um, post-COVID, um, I'm sure, Jeff, that you are aware of the whole germaphobic and anxiety issues out in the public domain. And so things like, you know, GBAC and GBAC star um, standards embedded into our program has been beneficial as well. Very nicely said. And I agree with all that. You, you know, you talked about two things here, the certification for residences and central facilities. Yes. I don't know, is that a, maybe that's not so common, but how is that noteworthy to you? And what, why is that such a big deal? We, we are the first university in Canada to do this. Okay. To bring both um, central facilities and residences together. And, you know, great kudos to Matt and his team and um, to his leadership. And, you know, putting in the effort required, Bob Walk, um, great individuals um, coming together, um, the likes of, you know, Cameron, and Brock and all these guys in Bunzel and all these great guys in industry coming together to forge what I call a great transformation for this university. And I believe that it become infectious across the community as they learn more and more about these standards. So uh, for us, first in Canada, best in Canada. <laughs> Congratulations. You. Are you telling me it takes more than one person to do all this? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we 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 understand the important roles um, all the different people play, but more so more the frontline team that we have. We treasure our frontline workers, and so providing them with low VOC type chemistry training, the tools and all the requirements, the SOPs that they need to guide them through um, the programs and the change. Um, very useful stuff. Right tools, right people, right training, strong delivery on um, service requirements. It's nice you take care of them that way. Absolutely. Let me ask this question. You know, it, the pandemic is still affecting us to some degree. In some areas, we see the news that maybe there's some spikes of COVID, but seems like we're pretty much past it in some parts. But you adopted Sims for other reasons. What's your view and vision of your mission? even though we're somewhat past the pandemic? We have a simple goal, Jeff, and that is to just minimize any opportunity mm -hmm. there is for spread of infectious um, agents. It's a very simple goal. Um, and so day by day, training by training, going through the very standard discipline of infection prevention and control. And those are the things that will remain the mantra going forward for this university. Yeah, I would just like to add to that piece. I mean, similar goals to what Sam had indicated as well. Um, our nuance is somewhat unique in a sense that we provide uh, services for students' homes. So oftentimes we um, 
have requests that come in or inquiries from students and or parents. And it's very uh, comforting for them to hear that we do have a program that is in alignment with this, a standardization such as the Sims GB Green, Green Building uh, advanced by GBAC. So being able to articulate what that means to parents and students, as well as the services that go along with that is very beneficial for us and I think provides a great deal of comfort for the occupants in the space. So uh, very helpful to be able to boast that and be able to stand behind the hard work that our team has done. Thank you. And Barb, anything to add to that? Um, I don't think so, Jeff. That was a pretty inclusive answer by both these gentlemen. But again, it's just, you know, ensuring that we're putting all the documentation out there for our staff mm -hmm. to have some reassurances that there's that analytical data to support the decisions we've made and and allowing them to see how we've come to the rationale to support those decisions. Okay, that being said, the ones you serve and those who are impacted, how have they responded? What any conversations there or reactions? Um I, I think so. Um Certainly more from our custodial and leadership team. Um, I think that the CIRM, the SIM certification has been and will continue to be a valuable tool for both the leadership and the dedicated custodial group. Um, it's really helped us create an environment of understanding by providing the supporting documentation to the staff. And this in turn has really allowed us to share the vision and the rationale, as I previously stated, behind our decisions and explaining why we do what we do and how we've derived at these choices. Um, really, regardless of anyone's position and, and, and what they do, um, people want to know and they want to feel included and have that comprehensive understanding of whatever the operation is. What I find that the SIMS process has allowed us to do, uh, especially by its detailed checklist, particularly in Section 5, focusing on our management commitment, it really promotes a culture of professionalism and continuous learning, um, I, I believe it, it reinforces the fact that we offer numerous training opportunities um, and opportunities for refreshing training, which may have not been perceived as valuable by our staff in the past. So I think it's just, again, redirecting folks back to the supporting documentation. Mm -hmm. So your team, you have to be proud of your custodians, your frontline. I know Sam talked about that as well, but how how did they change with some of this training and certification and the SIMS program? Did you see that evolving and, and them embracing a career more than in the past? I'll speak from the leadership side. And Matt, if you want to take the other, feel free. Um, I really feel like it it empowered our managers and supervisors, right? Like it, it gave them um, something direct to can make that connectivity back to um, and, and when they were delivering, you know, the next section of what we wanted to accomplish, they really had the deliverables in front of them so that they were speaking with a high level of confidence. I like that because yeah. as a manager or supervisor, you want to, you want to be empowered. You want the tools. And if you don't have them, you just wonder what to do. So I'm, I'm glad to hear what, what you accomplished. Uh, Matt, anything to add there? Yeah, of course. And, and as kind of indicated, it was a journey. Like it was a, certainly a journey with many stakeholders. So uh, the approach that, you know, in addition to what Barbara indicated with regards to the management piece, we kind of brought our custodial team along with us for the journey. 
So we would hold regular town hall meetings, kind of updating mm -hmm. them on the status of progression towards certification. So they had uh, a platform in which they could provide feedback um, either way and how they felt about it. So it wasn't all of a sudden management has decided to make these drastic changes. It was a step-by-step -step process so that uh, the buy-in was there. Uh, the team supported it. It wasn't a huge instantaneous shakeup of operations, which I think as a result, really the, the team really embraced those changes to see the benefits because they were subtle, um, because they could see the benefit associated with it. So in that sense, we had, we had no pushback from the group whatsoever. In fact, in my opinion, boosted morale to see that there was some energy going into benefiting the process for them from both from a documentation perspective, but also from a staff support perspective to know that we're here for them to try to make their day easier, to make them, to ensure they have the tools they need to be successful in the roles that they have to do. So it was really a collaborative process for myself right down to the custodial team completing the work. So that's why I think really made it a success for, for us. I can see that. Sam, anything to add? Um, I would like to add the role of innovation. Innovation has played a huge role in this um, journey, um, be it robotics or um, Wonder Next and tools like that, um, Orange QC. We've innovated, we brought in um, digitization as part of our journey for excellence. And I think that in itself um, goes to show that we are bought into the concept of continuous improvement. So um, Queen's University, um, here for the journey, for, here for the long term, and our staff obviously um, will be the end um, beneficiaries of a long um, custodial in-house program. Okay, last question. Let's talk about audits. Everyone loves an audit or don't. You folks went through the audit process to get where you're at today. I know Barb and Matt, you can speak to this. Talk about that, the process and what this means and how did you get through it? Barb? Well, I think the checklist of itself is very detailed and thorough. So it was great step-by-step -step to follow through. Um, you know, despite everyone's best efforts to be prepared. Um, you know, we had the pleasure of having Shane Ferris come and audit our area. Um, and his suggestions and recommendations were welcomed. Uh, he was such a wealth of knowledge. Um, and despite thinking you've got everything, there's, I think, having that realization that there's always room for improvement. Um, it was just a really good eye-opening experience. Okay. That sounded painless. Matt, what do you have to add? Okay, well, I got, I actually had the luxury of doing almost two audits because I was uh, I was a little anxious from the outset. So in January of, of this year, I engaged with a, a consultant, uh, Daryl Campbell, in the industry just to validate our work that was being done, our documentation and our processes. So um, put about 35 hours of audit work into that to be in a good position to uh for our, our, our full-on audit for certification. So um, really key relationship built there on, a, on a, a person who has very well established in the cleaning world. So that was excellent. Um, and then when it came to audit day 
and uh, introduced to Shane Ferris, it was, again, to echo what Barb said, a wealth of knowledge coming into review documentation. And the part that really stands out for me on the tour what was on the tour when he engaged with our custodial staff. Um, just that level of expertise um, and engagement with our frontline custodial team that don't typically get that level of engagement was almost a morale boost on its own. So I would say that the audit itself from a documentation perspective was um, not as painful as I was expecting to be. So it was actually very collaborative, the process, and it, it really was a comfortable process to go through. And the benefit from our management team in the area, as well as the custodians, just from the small interactions from Shane has definitely boosted the that area's morale considerably. Mm -hmm. Sam, anything to add? Um, I, From my point of view, Shane uh, and all SIMS auditors that come from ICSA come prepared. Um, iron sharpeneth iron. Um, they come with their tools and they do their job. And when they leave, um, they drop some nuggets of knowledge uh, for us to you know, take on, adopt, and um, in process improve. And so Shane was no different. Um, uh, very frank conversations and so it ended well and we're happy to be where we are well congratulations to all of you on what you've done your accomplishments using issa and sims to help you with what you're doing with the goals that you are accomplishing so good work and thank you for joining me today